internal happiness, external happiness, what do people want more of, find out on today's episode. I'm your host, Joshua Flagel, and this is Madness to Mindfulness. Hello, everybody. Like I said, I'm your host, Joshua Flagel, and this is Madness to Mindfulness. And like I said before, we're going to be covering internal happiness, external happiness, some of the dangers around the subject, and I'm going to be sharing some personal stories and talking about what to be aware of when you're thinking about internal happiness and external happiness and why I find it so interesting. Before we get into the topic, though, I do want to say a few things about the subject. At no point will you hear me say that you should find happiness from some things rather than others, or that it's bad, for example, to find happiness from an external thing, which I would never tell you that. You know, I would never say you shouldn't be happy getting a promotion, or you shouldn't be happy when you get a good grade, or you should be happy when you get the, the house of your dreams or the car of your dreams. I think a lot of those things are good to find enjoyment from. I just think you can put yourself in a dangerous position if those are the things that you're getting majority of your happiness from, if those are the things that are really providing most of the fulfillment in your life. Now, I was reading not too long ago something online, actually from the Huffington Post, where they had titled Top 10 Things People Want in Life But Can't Seem to Get. I found this article really interesting because as an athlete, I had to think about these external things versus internal things and making sure that I'm getting the most out of my experience as an athlete and my experience out of life, I think, in general. While reading their list, I, I found it very interesting, not just the first and second things that most people said they want more of, but many of the things in their list were things like, I want more passion, I want more stability, I want more confidence, balance, or fulfillment. I thought were very interesting, and I'll get to why I found them so interesting. But the top two things that most people said they want more of, but couldn't seem to get, was number two was money. So people said, I wanted more money, but couldn't seem to ever have enough of it. And then number one, which was, I think, in a lot of ways very sad, was that most people said they wanted more of happiness, but couldn't seem to get it. And um, I thought that was really interesting. Most people said they wanted more of happiness and couldn't seem to get it. Now, of course, I've read several other articles and other things posted online about happiness and other things people say. But I think when you boil a lot of those things down, it falls into a lot of these categories of it's happiness, money, 
or things like freedom, peace, or joy. I think a lot of those things boil down into those categories. You know, uh, opposed to saying something specific like, I want a better job. Well, when you boil that down, why do you want a better job? And da 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 da. It turns out they either want more freedom, or more money, or they want to find happiness in the career that they're doing. So I think a lot of those things, other things online that may necessarily be a quote different list, I think really can boil down into a lot of those things that they had listed on Huffington Post, I thought was very interesting. Another interesting thing I, I saw on the list was a lot of the things that were listed uh, were very internal things, very hard to measure. Things like joy and peace and fulfillment, things like that. Someone can't necessarily stand in front of you and say, oh yeah, you have more fulfillment or now you have more joy. Um, those things are, are very internal things we have to ask ourselves and what is what does it mean to be more fulfilled what does it mean to have more joy those very internal things which i think are very important that they are on this list and things that people want more of but can't seem to get now the reason i'm spending so much time on the external this first episode is because i think it's something we as humans do almost naturally you know when you think about your your life now whether you're in in school or high school or whether you have a career whether you have a family or whether you're 50 years old and looking towards retirement these things that we look towards are almost natural to do you know especially myself as an athlete I look to attaining that time or attaining that gold medal for many of us it might be that grade or the job title or the paycheck, the house, the special someone in our lives, a lot of these things we're looking towards can end up putting us in dangerous positions. And personally, as an athlete and as someone who competed on uh, the collegiate level and has been to Olympic trials and, um, and all of these kind of things in the sport of swimming, finding out what those were, internal happiness and external happiness, was very important in my life. Um, specifically, um, I remember being a junior in college and training all year long and, and facing challenges and and passing tests and, and making sure you know, you're on top of diet and sleep and workouts and all of these things kind of building and building throughout the, the year. I got to the end of it, you know, Big Tens and NCAAs um, came along and I competed. I ended up not getting the time I wanted or the place that I, I saw myself getting. And I sat there at the end of these meets and I thought, what was all that for? Like, I thought I wasted all of that time and because I didn't get this external thing, I was hurt. My happiness was hurt. And I felt like I, I, like I said, wasted time throughout this period. And I think a lot of us can fall into dan those dangerous positions of not attaining those external things. We're going to look back and be like, well, what was that for? You know, why did I go to school that long to end up at a job that I'm not currently educated in? Or why did I put towards all of this effort learning this skill or passing these tests and end up not actually using it in an effective way? And then you're going to look back at your life and really wonder if that time was well spent. And I think those are one of the dangers um, when putting happiness or a big portion of your happiness in something like that. This became very evident in 
the most recent years actually with a sister of mine where I got to see someone that put a large portion of their happiness in an external goal and what ended up happening to that person when they didn't attain that external goal and what ultimately culminated in all of that effort they put in. Now I actually recently got to see this firsthand what happens to a person or what could happen to a person that ends up putting a large portion of their happiness and fulfillment in an external goal. Now my sister and her husband actually ended up having a baby a couple years ago and she wanted to be a stay-at-home mom to take care of their son and why she was being a stay-at-home mom she wanted to become physically active and she wanted to start lifting and running and and just kind of make herself healthier and, and become a more active individual and I, I totally um, agree with that and, and want people to be healthy and active individuals and one of the things she actually became really passionate about was running she got into running it was a very freeing experience and she enjoyed being outside and, and just kind of having that moment of just being her and nature and kind of being outdoors now as she began to run more and more and the time passed on she you know set for herself higher and higher goals started maybe with a couple miles here and there and then time passed and it turned into five miles and ten miles uh, to the point where she started signing up for half marathons to do and, and she did a couple here and there and her and another sister of mine both did it together and she absolutely loved it she loved competition she loved the ability to run and that being a part of her passion and it got to the point where she wanted to actually do a full marathon and she picked out the date she figured out how much she should be running each week and how much training she should be doing and she was really really passionate about doing this full marathon I asked her if, if she wanted me to run with her a little bit I'd be fine going on some runs and, and trying to push her even though I necessarily wasn't really a runner but I would love to help her in reaching her goals and I did I went on you know a couple runs with her and the last run we did share together before she actually had the marathon we had planned out 15 miles at this point it was probably halfway in her training cycle before the marathon I think it was a couple months actually before she was gonna run in this marathon we ran together and, and got to the end of the 15 miles she pushed herself way beyond what she normally did actually being I think a whole minute faster pace than what she normally does and what it ended up happening at the end of these 15 miles is she ended up pulling a muscle in her leg it caused her a lot of pain and I told her that maybe she should take a couple days off allow it to rest and recuperate that way it doesn't cause more complications and, and then she can get back into running after a couple days when it's healed well what ended up happening was that she did take a day or so to kind of rest and recuperate what turned into a day turned into several days and what several days turned into several weeks and it got to the point where she became really distressed I went to go see her and um, talk to her about what was going on and she shared with me kind of her 
thoughts on on everything that has been going on. She was saying things like, you know, how can this happen to me? I was so close in my final goal. If I can't do this now, when can I do it again? And what if I have another child? And what if something ends up coming up and I'm unable to train? Or, or what if time passes and I get older? And all of these things just flooding her mind and really pushed her in a state of real sadness. I was sitting there listening to her and watching her as she told her story, telling me about these very real pains that she personally feels and the tears beginning to build in her eyes. And I thought to myself, isn't that like so many of us who put so much happiness and so much fulfillment in external things that when we don't get them or when they're seemingly taken from us, like a loved one or a child, we're sitting there thinking, what do we have left? Did I get to this point and waste all of my time? And I thought to myself, here is someone that has so many things going for them. You know, they're healthy, they're beautiful, they have a lovely family, they, they have a beautiful child, and all of these things, they have so many things going for them. And how can they be reduced to such a low point in their life, being really overcome with sadness when they have all of these great things? That's when I started to realize the dangers of putting a lot of your happiness in external things. When you put so much happiness in these external outcomes or these external goals, what ultimately are you left with if you do not achieve those goals? You know, there's been a lot of people that I've talked to and I've had the pleasure of asking this question of what makes you happy? You know, ultimately, what gives your life meaning? What causes you to be fulfilled? And a lot of the answers I would get would be things like my children give my life happiness or my job or my freedom or the ability to learn. A lot of these things people were saying that gave them happiness. And I asked them, I said, well, you know, if these are the things that make you happy, you know, if your family, for example, is the thing that makes you happy, what happens if tomorrow they were gone? What happens if your family, by for some reason, was gone? What would you be left with? Some people would say, you know, I would probably get involved in working out or art or really exploring myself and maybe traveling. And then I said, again, I was like, well, what if that was gone? You know, what if you didn't have that? This kind of would go back and forth and it boiled down to them eventually saying, well, I guess I would have nothing. I really wouldn't have anything. I would have no meaning. My life would essentially be worthless. That was really hard to hear. That was really hard to hear someone think that they have or someone feel that they have no meaning without this external thing they're deriving a lot of their happiness from. Now, like I said, I don't think it's wrong to find enjoyment from those external things. I think that's great. I think you can find yourself in a hard place, though, when those things are giving you the majority of your happiness. Because that's the danger with external things, is that we really don't have as much control over them as we want to admit. You know, we don't want to admit that our family and children and job security and all of these things, we really don't have as much control over those things as we actually do. You know, people can, God forbid, end up getting cancer or get in an accident where they're lost forever. 
and we're sitting there when those people are gone and we're absolutely devastated. We essentially have no more meaning. What do we really have left? This is why I think it's so important to discover those internal things, those things that come from within that really give us the sense of happiness and joy and fulfillment and peace and all of these other things we talked about before, that when troubles come our way, we'll still be okay, we'll still be happy, we'll still find enjoyment in life because happiness, enjoyment doesn't come from the outside but it comes from the inside out. Now this is where I would challenge you to consider where the majority of your happiness comes from. You know a lot of the things I tell people is I say to think about the things that make you happy. You know discover what things make you the most happy and I want you to divide these things up into two categories. One category is external happiness, the external things, and the other is the internal things. And I know we didn't really talk about this and we'll get more in depth during the next episode when we specifically start looking at more internal things, but I just want to challenge you to really think about those things and, and divide those things into external happiness and internal happiness and start identifying these things that are coming from the external and asking yourself questions like, if I lost this tomorrow, what would I be left with? Would I significantly be hurt in a way that my happiness and fulfillment would be compromised? And I think when we do that, we'll start to begin this process of being more mindful individuals when we start considering what things in life really make us happy, really cause us to be fulfilled, really give us joy and cause balance and all of these attributes and starting to push us into this state of being more mindful individuals. So I hope you tune in next time when we start talking about internal happiness and I've been sharing some stories with you and maybe some things to try doing yourself to try focusing on and things to start putting and implementing in your own life and then hopefully becoming more fulfilled and mindful people. So have a great day and I'm looking forward to coming back and having another conversation with you.